We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Froggy Mike. <sighs> and she's Sophie. <laughs> and she's Brenda. Hi everyone. <laughs> and Grogu says my voice never sounds like yours, Mike. No, because he's perfect. And it's he okay, never we'll... talks. <laughs> <That's it>. uh... <laughs> Minor detail. <laughs> anyway, do you know what we are? We're, We're on, the on the road with, with Kermit. Mickey. On the road with Kermit. Oh, Kermit the Mike. <laughs> anyway, we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 204 for January 22nd, 2024. And our feature topic is our top five things you've always wanted to do at Disney, but never have. There, oh. that is, I'm glad it's not a top 10, though. Yeah. It was hard to come up with five things that I really, really, really want to do. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, anyway, before we get into that, though, we have some cheddar from the Big Cheese. And, Brenda, you're starting us off today. Oh, well, get ready for the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. The festival, which will run from February 28th to May 27th, 2024, will feature incredible topiaries, delicious dishes, and music celebrating spring. Check out the awesome topiary that will be appearing for the first time. Cue the photo, Mike. Thank you for saying that because I almost forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what awesome topiary? How about that awesome topiary? Oh, that is Oh my god, it's Groot I love Groot It's Groot For those of you who are not um, watching us on YouTube You really should at this point I will post that picture In the Facebook group too Because I think that is so awesome looking It is That is cool Let me try to visualize it For those of you who are still using the podcast apps And Spotify and all that stuff It is basically Groot and Baby he Groot. is, yes, Baby Groot, and he is holding a giant cassette disc player, and is probably rocking out to some amazing music with quills. For sure. Yeah. That is so cute. It is cool. It is really. It cool. looks great. Yeah. It does. I mean, the stuff they do is just amazing. That's it true. Is. So, so get ready to look for, go find Groot, Baby Groot. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, it's my turn, isn't it? It is your turn. And this is talking about what I talked about last week. I believe the renovated cabins at Fort Wilderness. The first section of them will be opening on July 1st. And then another section will open later that month. And they will continue to open these new cabins. renovated cabins throughout the year and this is so that you can still stay at them while they're renovating others and then you can stay in the new ones while they're renovating the other old ones and it's good yeah good thing 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They look good. They and, did look good. And for me, um, I want to talk just a little bit more about the Flower and Garden Festival. The Garden Rocks dining packages will open on my birthday. Yay. They said it was in honor of me that they chose that day. Absolutely, Yay. because they love you. That's right. <laughs> Maybe it was just a coincidence. I don't know. Anyway, participating restaurants will include Akershus, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, Rosen Crown, La Cellier, and you can do same-day walk-up packages at the Regal Eagle like we've done before. Nice. So. So those are some some good restaurants to try and eat at to get in for the Garden Series um, music events that they have. No word that I've seen yet on who those perform. I know, that's funny. But they'll get there. They'll get there. Yep. Daddy? Yeah. What is the Coral Reef? I've never even heard of that one. The Coral Reef, where where we go to Finding Nemo. Oh, I didn't know they had a restaurant in there. Yeah. Yeah. When you do the dive tour, when you dive, you dive into the aquarium that's inside the restaurant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've always heard mixed reviews, so we've never eaten there, but I know a lot of people that really like it. So yeah, we should try it once. Maybe Brent, Sophie, Brenda. Maybe we should. I I have tried it. I was not impressed, but we have a lot of seafood down here. So, you know, Yeah. Well, Sophie, before we get into our feature topic, why don't you tell everyone what your Aunt Robin came up with with her list? Yes. That next bullet point. All right. So this pertains back to our top five Disney music albums episode. We neglected to share with you the small bit of listener feedback that we got from my Aunt Robin, my dad's biological sister. Since Aunt Brenda is a sister from another mister, this is my Aunt Robin um, with her top five Disney albums. Here's her list. At number five is The Little Mermaid. Number four is Jiminy Cricket's Multiplication Tables. I've never heard that one. Me neither. She said she loves it and she helped teach her kids multiplication tables from it. Ah, Uh, Number three is The Muppets Christmas Carol. Number two is... (laughs) Frozen. I'll say it for you, Sophie. Thank you. And number one is Encanto. With an honorable mention for Beauty and the Beast. Although there was a typo in there that called it Beauty and the Best. (laughs) The Best. Thank you, Robin. (laughs) That's funny. All right. So that I thought was a good and she actually commented on our YouTube channel. She did. I'm like, whoa, how could I forget that? Rock and roll, Robin. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. So we don't get many comments. So when we do, gotta gotta kinda, you know, hit them up a little bit. So Yeah, our comments are usually in the Facebook group. That's awesome. Thank you, Robin. Keep those coming. Yeah, we're waiting to hear from you today on your favorite snacks. Now. <laughs> anyway, it's time for our feature topic: the top five things you've always wanted to do at Disney but never have. And we're gonna let Brenda go first because she's done everything. Yes, not everything. 
Mostly okay. everything. Well, there's How five... are we tackling this list? Are we randomly choosing the five, or are we counting down to number one? I I'm was just, randomly choosing. I just, I just wrote them down. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to randomly go with what started on my list then. All right. Good And idea. that is staying overnight in Cinderella Castle. We all know that this is a dream of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Still on the top of the list because until until it ever happens, that's where it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. It's not on my list, though. Oh, well. <laughs> Sophie. Well, I'm thinking of sticking with things that are actually attainable, I think. It could happen. It, it could happen. It's very unlikely that it would happen. But it could. It's not an impossibility. It could. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with something a little more attainable, and that will be actually staying at the Boardwalk Inn. I've not done it yet. I want to do it, and I want to specifically be in one of the rooms that overlooks the actual Boardwalk part and the water, and you get a little view of Epcot from there. I want to be in one of those rooms. There you okay. go. Well, That's attainable. That is yeah. very attainable. Yes. So. My list, I went with things that I can do that I can book. Okay. So, first thing on my list is to do the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I love mm. that. And that will run me. This is like a Dreamers episode for me because that will run me anywhere from $129 to $149 a person. Yep. So, I got I to gotta have my scratch ready. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. I mean, people do that for the after hours event where you just ride stuff for three hours. I mean, this is a that tour's good. Good, it's nice. Good. Yeah. So it's on my list. I've never done it. Never even attempted to book it. Now that Sophie's an adult, I think it would be cool. Um, oh, totally. Because obviously cool. you can't do it if, if you have kids. It's a. It's an as they it's get a 16 older. Sixteen and up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. So that's on my list. That's a good one. Well, what's next on my list? Victoria and Albert Chef's Table. I want to do Victoria and Albert Chef's Table someday. I don't know when, but it's on my list. Yeah. That is a very good one. Yeah. It's interesting. You and I are following sort of the same pattern. You started with a place to stay. I started with a place to stay. You are now mentioning a restaurant. I am now mentioning a restaurant and that restaurant is actually going to be the Rose and Crown. I mm. have never been there. We were going to stay there and then the park closed and yeah. I was so upset and when we did eventually get back we did not go to the Rose and Crown but because I, it wasn't open yet. Yeah which is understandable but now it is open and i would like to eat there and maybe yeah, it could be at christmas and while i've been to the candlelight processional before it would be nice to go again so i'll be at the rose and crown with a candlelight processional package and then i'll get preferred seating and all will be well let me know when you're going and i will go with you it's okay. probably gonna be sometime in december yeah maybe 
Yeah. Sounds so, like a plan. Speaking of things not open, I'm going to sidetrack a bit. <laughs> what is up with 1900 Park Fair? I don't know. I think it's all the construction that's going on at the Grand Floridian. Do you think Please? that's what it is? Well, that makes sense if that's yeah. what it is. But do you think, I mean, I don't know. How could it be the like the only restaurant at Disney that's not open? I don't know. It's just weird. I know, and it's so great. But they have to employ a lot of face. Now, at first when it didn't open, I thought it was because they were having trouble with the face characters, you know, because they have to, because, you know, after COVID, it was kind of hard. You have to have staff to do the face characters. But golly, it's been forever now. So I think I they're know. just trying to keep more massive crowds from descending upon the Grand Floridian while they're under construction. But I don't know. You know, that's as good a theory as I've heard, Brenda. Oh, I'm going to chalk that up to, to gospel. It's just an opinion. <laughs> I haven't read sense, it anymore. Daddy. So, I mean, it makes sense. So, yeah. okay. There, we have our answer. What happened with 1900 Park Fair? <laughs> that being said, it. Daddy, why are we talking about 1900 Park Fair? You and I have eaten there before. I know, and I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about it from the perspective of how the Rosen Crown was closed when we. Oh, that's okay. what got it in my head. So yeah. it is not on my list. Okay, good. Because I'm like, we've been there and we didn't like it much. Right, but I would try it with Alice, so. I like it. I like it with Mary, but you know, Alice. I'm a Mary Poppins person. Yeah. Okay. So number two on my list is another tour. This one is one that I have to aspire for because my weight will not let me do it right now. Huh. Oh, what the heck is that, that? And that is the Wild Africa Trek. Oh. There are weight limitations that I do not meet yet. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'm so, not into the uh, rope bridges up way above the, uh, you know, the how alligators. I the I didn't know that you were into that. I'm I'm really into it actually. Because wow. I think yeah. that would be really neat. But again, if I want to do that one, A, the weight challenges, I gotta handle that. But B, I gotta put out my scratch. I'm looking at 219 to 229 dollars a person. Wow. Yeah. That's so. that's what keeps ruining our fun. So anyway, that's number two so, on my list. So what exactly is the weight limit by chance? Up to 300 pounds. Oh. And I'm just over that. Well, then. That's okay. We're aspiring to do the things we want to do. Exactly. At least the things we can control. I can't control the Cinderella Castle thing, but you never know. Well, either way, Daddy, if you're just over that, it shouldn't be too hard of a challenge. No, no. So it's... On my list. So it's as aspirational, but it is definitely attainable. Yes. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe when I'm working for Disney, I can work out a discount for you. That would be nice. Yay. All right, Brenda, number three. Number three. Number three for me is, uh, is something they're not doing right now, but I'm hoping oh. it's going to come back. And that is the Ultimate Day of Thrills VIP tour. I want to do that. That's where they take Ooh. you to all the thrill rides, the VIP tour of, you know, all the thrill rides at all the four parks. So sounds like so much fun. I, I had one of those 
I had one of those too. Yeah. And that was um the behind the scenes, the magic for the yeah. for the railroads. Yeah. And they yeah, they, they obviously they stopped it with COVID and they haven't brought it back. Yeah. So I that would be so cool to be able to do, but it's not on my list because I couldn't do it. I put it on my list because it's still something I would like to do yeah. if they ever bring it back. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense, Brenda. You never so, know. So my 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 railroad tour is an honorable mention, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Sophie, what you got? Well, speaking of tours. I really want to do the behind the seeds tour. Oh yay! With the living with the land and the garden labs, I want to do that because I may not be much of a gardener myself, but that whole ride, the whole idea that they grow their food there and they use that food to feed the people in the restaurants upstairs, that just fascinates me mm-hmm. so much. And I I just really, really like to see it. I would love to go and get a closer look at them all because it's nice seeing it from the boats. But imagine if you could actually like get up close a little bit and look at them all. Yeah, and yeah. and maybe even legally grab a banana. Wait, that's <laughs> maybe a they part give you of one. That's I don't part know. of it. They might give you a banana if you ask nicely, Sophie. I probably won't, but. That is quite nice to hear. As opposed to the guests who jumped off the boat to grab a banana. Oh my gosh. Oh. And then got and then he got ejected for life. Yep. Don't way do to, anything way to, to get ejected way to do for that. life. Way to do that. Hope that banana was worth it, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess their potassium was low. I suppose. Speaking of bananas, did you know that there's apparently (laughs) a blue banana that grows in Hawaii that tastes like vanilla ice cream? A banana that tastes like vanilla ice cream? That is blue and it grows in Hawaii. I didn't know. No, I never heard that. You got to find us a picture, Sophie. I will. In the meantime, we're going to go on and I'm going to talk about my number three item, which is. A dead horse beating a dead horse with a Savi's workshop lightsaber. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Sophie's like, you wanna you wanna do a dead horse? What's up with that? Yeah. Oh listen, I like Haunted Mansion as much as the next person, but there ain't nothing special about that ghost horse. You're <laughs> right. And that will put me back at starting at two forty nine ninety nine. So keep that in mind and Sophie will always win the argument who got better value out of the lightsabers. It'll be that girl. <laughs> oh yeah, I got two for less money two than for 150 you. versus one for 249.99 or higher. Yeah. But you get the experience of building it the way you want it. It's yeah. true. Well, technically I could get that experience as well, but I wouldn't be building it myself and it would cost about the same. Speaking of lightsabers, I'm going to sidetrack for a quick moment. I heard, what was it? We heard on the radio or something that when they made the first lightsaber for the original Star Wars, Mm -hmm. they took like, I want to say it was the handle from an umbrella. Okay. Okay. And then crafted it 
to make the lightsaber. Somehow they they gigged it, and it was like fifteen dollar umbrella, and they sold that lightsaber for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm like, Mm-mm. could you imagine? $15 umbrella turns into $250,000 lightsaber. Wow. <laughs> it was something insane like that. I just thought that was really funny. That's crazy. But anyway, that was that's neither here nor there. It has nothing to do with that would pay for all of my adventures, though. That's true. So and maybe even get Brenda into a night at the castle. Yes, mm. that would be nice. So anyway. Brenda, what's number four on your list? I want to stay at the Riviera. Oh, yeah. Ooh, this is totally attainable, but I haven't done it yet. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to stay at the Riviera. Neither have I. We love neither going to the Riviera. It is a very nice resort to visit. Yes, it is. And so I want to stay there because I'm I don't still know, a I just little bit apprehensive. I'm still a little bit apprehensive of all the people who are calling it a ripoff, though. That's my it's one not, thing. It's not. And we actually, when I went to Disney in June for the Disney fam, yeah, we actually toured a room at the Riviera. And it was, oh. really, it was really nice. I really okay. like the, the area, the grounds, the pool area. The, it's just beautiful. I just yeah. like to chill at a place like that. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. I recant what I said. (laughs) Well, it's your turn for number four. My turn, number four. So this is partially in part due to what my parents are doing in the upcoming weeks. And that is going on a cruise. (laughs) And I'm happy for them. I'm very, very happy that we finally convinced mommy to do it. And I think it's romantic that they are doing it together. Without me. (laughs) But I would like to do that someday. Yeah. I would love to go on a cruise. And who knows. Maybe if I end up getting married eventually. That might be my honeymoon. Who knows. I'll help you plan that honeymoon trip. (laughs) Thanks daddy. I'll let you know when I'm engaged. (laughs) Hopefully you will. (laughs) Hopefully he'll know before you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a very good idea, Sophie. Thank you. If there was one that, if there was a cruise from Disney that went around the Mediterranean, that would make me the happiest. They have Mediterranean cruises. Mediterranean cruises. They do? Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes they send the wonder or the magic over to Europe to do those cruises. I would love to do a Mediterranean cruise. It would be great. That's a great honeymoon gift. <laughs> All yep. right, then. Well, Daddy. All right. Number four is not a long cruise, but it is a cruise. It's a fireworks cruise. Oh, nice. I want, I thought, and I'm trying to decide do I want to do a fireworks cruise to see the fireworks of the Magic Kingdom? Or do I want to do a fireworks cruise to see the fireworks at Epcot? Which one, Brenda? I think Epcot. <laughs> I think Epcot because so much of the fireworks at at Magic Kingdom involves the buildings. Yeah. And you see that. That's true. 
so I think Epcot. So either way, it's the same price. It is a boat up to 10 people. It is $449. Yep. Mm. You just have 10 people. people go in on it. Yeah. $445. Or it's my gift 10. to you. So Brenda and Butch will come. Yay. Would Brenda and Butch come? Yeah, we'd pay our own $45 a person. No, I'd be my gift to you. Oh, you're sweet. And Sophie. Right, Brenda, and- Uncle Butch, me, you, Mommy, that's five. We'll need five more. Well, we get Aunt Robin, we get Mima, and then we get um, maybe Steph and Shane. And one of the kids, the other one has to stay behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> that would oh, That wasn't or, very nice because hmm. my ears, my headphones started falling off when I laughed. <laughs> or maybe if I have a guy and he's there, we get him. There you go. There you go. And that way, that way we leave both of Steph and Shane's kids home by themselves. Oh, they would be so mad at you. They would. (laughs) It's so funny. So for Christmas, my parents got me tickets to go see a Christian rock concert in Charlotte. And I went with Stephanie and with her college roommate, Brittany. And it was just for the three of us. And when Stephanie told her little ones that she was going, this was also the night that Lindsay had a recital at school. And Lindsay was like, it's okay. You can go next time. (laughs) She was so upset when Uh Stephanie went in. And name drop, who did you see? What do you mean? Oh, right. I went and saw Mercy Me, Zach Williams, and Toby Mac. And for those of you who were wondering, Mercy Me also played at the Eat to the Beat concert where we went to go see For King and Country for Mommy. Of course, we got rained out, and Mercy Me was there the day after we left to go home. Yeah. But sometimes still, it doesn't work out, but sometimes, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't, yep. Yeah. That could make your list if you want to see For King and Country. Yeah. On this one. I have the weirdest number five ever, so y'all are going to think that I'm lost my mind or something, but I have not. Uh I would like to be a greeter for a day at Walt Disney World, at Magic Kingdom specifically. I don't want to go through the whole training thing for countless hours and all that just to be a greeter, but I would like to be a greeter for a day. Okay. I think that's fun. I think it would be so much fun. Yeah, I think that's fun. Well, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I want to be one of the choir singers in the candlelight (gasps) processional. They're hiring for Voices of Liberty right now, I heard. Wait, they are? They are auditioning right now for Voices of Liberty. Yes. They are, honey. Plan an emergency trip down to Florida. Well, first you got to apply and you got to get a... Like a date to audition. I see. Okay. And get then on you that. just make it happen. Yes, get on that. Okay. So you send them one of your oh holy night. Let songs. me see be what I can do. How that would be wonderful. That would be awesome to, to see you singing. That would be awesome to see you singing in the candlelight processional, Sophie. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. On Broadway World for auditions. I'm actually Googling this. Yeah, I yeah, know. I just saw it on Facebook yesterday or the day before that they're auditioning. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Well, number five for me takes us over to Sophie's Resort with the cabins. Oh. So Fort Wilderness. Uh-huh. And they have a tour called the Wilderness Back Trail Adventure. And it's really neat because you get to navigate around the around Fort Wilderness and see some of the really neat stuff. And it costs ninety to ninety nine dollars per person, and you do it on a Segway. Oh, cool! So you get to Segway through Fort Wilderness and see that some of the beautiful stuff that they have there. I and thought it was going to be on horseback. I've never ridden a horse. I don't think I could do that, but I would try one time. But um, Segway, I think, would be easier for me. <laughs> yeah, you just have to balance it just right. I think. Yeah, so that is on my list as well. That's awesome. So that is number five. Yay. And right, then. That's Sophie, did you everything. apply yet? No, I'm trying to figure out how. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is our top five things we've always wanted to do and never have um so i think that's a really good list yeah you know i think that's a really really good list but that segues us uh you get that <laughs> segue segue <laughs> that takes us into this day in disney history for january 22nd so sophie what do you got honey all right, then. Well, I'm taking us back to the year of 1930, where there's a little bit of a commotion going on. Oh. The day after Oob Iwerks, Walt's top animator, leaves the Disney Studios, Disney's resident music director, Carl Stalling, resigns as well. Oh like Iwerks, he has been lured away by distributor Pat Powers, Neither will work for Powers for too long, as Stalling will eventually team up with Warner Brothers, and iWorks will return to Disney. Two years earlier, Pat Powers had sold Walt Disney a Cinephone system so that Walt could make sound cartoons such as Steamboat Willie. Unable to find a distributor for the sound cartoons, Disney began releasing his cartoons through Powers' company, Celebrity Pictures. After two years of successful Mickey Mouse and Sully Symphony's cartoons, Walt Disney confronted Powers in 1930 about money due to Disney from the distribution deal. Powers responded by signing Disney's head animator Oob Iwerks and musical director Carl Stalling to an exclusive deal to create an animation studio. Scoundrel. Yeah. Yep. He was a scoundrel. Yep. Almost as bad as Charles Muntz. <sighs> oh, yeah. I tell you. Oh, I swear. Yeah. Bad things happen. Good things happen. 
Got to make yep. sure the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's see if Sophie can dun, dun, guess dun, dun, dun. our character this week. See if Mike can stump the Sophie. Let's see here. Good luck. Exactly. <laughs> so this character, it's going to be slightly a giveaway in the first clue. Yeah. But you may not know exactly who it is. But this character is black as night with a white muzzle and hooves. <laughs> kind of gives it away a little bit of what kind of character it might be. That's for sure. Khan, the horse from Milan. No. No? No, it is not Khan. This character is another character's most trusted confidant. Black with a white muzzle. Hooves and is a confidant. Uh huh. Think of Disney movies. Obviously, I am. Where a horse might be involved. Again. There's a lot of them, but I can't think of a black one. Like Mulan. Yeah, that's it. No. This character is fiercely loyal to her. And it's not Mulan, so don't say Mulan. Think of a character who loves her horse. Angus from Brave. I had to give you that fourth clue, didn't I? Ah. Well, I was stumped. And it's not that the fourth clue... I was having trouble figuring it out. Yeah, it's Angus. You're right. Yay, very good. Oh, the Clydesdale. Yeah, I don't know if he's officially a Clydesdale, although he has Clydesdale-type feet. There's no the way coloring, he's not. But I don't very know that good. the coloring matches for a Clydesdale. But Clydesdale's it doesn't say. Black. Okay. I don't know. Very good, it's Sophie. Okay. Anyway, Thank you. it is Angus. Yes, you're right. Yay. That was a tough one. She's Tougher amazing. Than, it, than I thought it would be. Yeah. But, of course, I got the answer right here. Yeah. And, yeah. And so it's kind of easy for me to guess these. You know, I'm perfect in my answers. <laughs> you're always right. I'm always right because I got the book right here. <laughs> Anyway, good job, Sophie. Yay. Thank you. She's got a good record going for 2024. Yes. So, Brenda, you want to give us a little bit of while? Sure. It is good to have a failure while you're young because it teaches you so much. For one thing, it makes you aware that such a thing can happen to anybody. And once you've lived through the worst, you're never quite as vulnerable afterward. And it's funny that that day in history, I bet Walt was never quite as vulnerable as he was during that time. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Funny how things work out sometimes. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? That old saying is so true. He who laughs last laughs best. <laughs> and Walt certainly laughed best. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's still laughing. Well, yeah. it's not still laughing, but we are for him. Yeah. Well, that, my friends, wraps us up. That was a, a fun episode, but it was kind of quick. I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. We know what we want, don't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. we do. <laughs> and that takes us to next week. So next week, we are going to give our advice for the best snack credit choices to use on the Disney dining plan. So that's next week, though. Until then, we hope you all have a great week. I'm Mike, she's Sophie, that's Brenda, and he's Grogu, and we will see see you on the road. road. Bye. Bye, everyone.